This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to 100% LCFC. This is the third pad- podcast, pad- podcast, podcast. This is the third in the series. It's a pleasure to have you along. And luckily for you, we've got another guest in the studio. In today's show, we're going to have a short introduction to our guest. We're going to speak Shrewsbury. We're going to speak Arsenal. We're going to speak a little bit about the transfer window, Stoke and Manchester United. And we're also going to catch up on all the latest 100% LCFC news that broke Wednesday afternoon. This is all coming up in the next 15 minutes or so. I know I said this last time. We said that we're going to be uh, a show of 15 minutes. Me and Caleb seem to go on forever and we talk to 20 minutes. We apologise if that bored you at all, but hopefully not. So like always, a jam-packed show for you here at 100% LCFC. And... First of all, let, let's talk a little bit about the last episode. We had Calum Hart in the studio last week or the, or the week before last, and uh, he uh, he thoroughly enjoyed coming into 100% LCFC. And again, we are set up in my in my front room, in my living room. Um, we can call it a studio. Um, from the outside, you might have a different idea to what it actually looks like. But we have a table, a coffee table, um, a small cushion like stand, and and a guest sitting on a sofa. So that is the pleasures we have at the moment at 100% LCFC. But first of all, let's talk to a um a little guest that we've got in the studio. Last week we brought you the voice of Caleb Hart. Thank you. 
and this week we bring you something a tiny bit different. This week we talk to Claire Palmer. Hello, Claire. Hi. See, Caleb started off like this last week. He, he came very blunt at the start, but towards the end he started opening up. I hope that hope that's the same with you. Um, so, Claire, you're a season ticket holder at Leicester City, um, and a good start to the season. Very good. Very impressed. We're going to talk to Claire a little bit more later. Um, she is a female, yes. Uh, we have her in the studio today. I got a very disapproving look there. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing intended uh, there at all. But we'll be getting to Claire very shortly. And uh, we'll be getting all of her views on Shrewsbury Arsenal transfer. We've had so much more here at 100% LCFC. Um, but it is a pleasure to have you on, I must say. Thank you. You can elaborate a little bit more if you like. I'm guessing that she's not going to. The music stops. That must mean one thing, Claire. That we're getting ready to talk. Now, please be kind to Claire because she is very nervous about today. Um, It took me a while to get her getting into it, but... She's here now, she's sat on the sofa opposite me, and and I'm very pleased that she's done this. Um, first of all, Claire, we're going to speak about Shrewsbury, the home game in the Capital One Cup a couple of Tuesdays ago. It, a 1-0 defeat for Leicester City. It wasn't the greatest uh, performance in recent times. A lot of uh, new, uh, particularly young faces on the field. What were your sort of opinions of that game? Um, to begin with, you know, everybody thought it was just going to be a sure thing. Not not a problem, but we knew that Shrewsbury were going to come and, you know, they got everything to prove and they brought a lot of fans who were really, really dedicated to Shrewsbury and they made a lot of noise. Um, we just weren't good enough. I, well, we, we should have been good enough with the team that we put out to begin with. It was great to see a lot of new faces out there. Um, but to be fair, Shrewsbury impressed me so much and at the end of the game where all of the Leicester City fans stood up and applauded Shrewsbury as they walked off the pitch. You know, that just showed what a good, decent performance they put out there. It, it, was, a, it was a very good performance from, from the Shrewsbury um, players. Uh, I think it was their character. Um, the fact that they didn't go around, they didn't chop us down when we were going on breaks. They just played good football and, and Leicester City deservedly beaten on, on that occasion. We're going to move swiftly on from that. Um, I'm going to talk about Arsenal, which again is a completely different. It's it's a polar opposite polar sort of performance. Um, the two-two draw, Leonardo Ujoa getting his uh, second goal in as many home games, and you know we could have won it. I mean, we had the Ujoa chance again, and then the Vardy chance right at the end. Another exciting day at the King Power. Really exciting. I sit directly opposite the the tunnel. And I can remember just looking there, applauding the team as they came out and thinking, oh my goodness, there's Arsene Wenger. He's at our stadium. This is Arsenal. This is it. We've we've hit big time. Um, and just the anticipation of how we were going to play, we just exceeded everything. And like you say, a draw it was a good point. Could we have won? Most definitely. It was very unfortunate that we didn't win. We're going to bring you a small uh, sort of montage, bit of audio now that goes over everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything that happened in the Arsenal game. 
if it wants to play. We're having small... That was a very small technical fault there. Claire's got a hand on her head. She's thinking, oh, no, he's messed it up. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, it, <laughs> no, now we're going to bring you a small piece of audio that reflects on the Arsenal game. Out towards Matthew DiBucci. Casola. Black stays down, Sonogo, ball didn't come down early enough, Alexis Sanchez is there, with his first Premier League goal for Arsenal, and 19 minutes in, Arsenal are ahead, let's watch Sonogo as he goes for it, he's onside as the ball is played, it just wouldn't quite come down quickly enough for him, but it certainly came down quickly enough for Alexis Sanchez, who buried the chance. Good running by Schlup. Bajor in the middle. It's in towards Leonardo Bajor! That's the sort of response the home crowd were looking for. Arsenal's lead didn't last long at all. There's nothing too fancy about Leonardo Bajor. But he knows where the goal is. He scored a second goal of the season in only his third match in the Premier League. Good cross, fine finish. Out of Chesney's reach. Schlupp delivered a beauty there. And the header was expertly dispatched. Reflection there on our home game against Arsenal. We've been joined in the room by a, a, a certain guest, but we were determined not to let uh, him put us off at the moment. Uh, so we're just going to carry on as normal. We're going to carry on as normal, aren't we, Claire? Definitely. Yeah, we can't let him put us off. Let's um, re- reflect a little more on the Arsenal game. It was, it was good to see, wasn't it? The, the, the idea that Meza Ozil, who cost £42.5 million pounds and... Uh, the likes of Santi Cazorla and Alexis Sanchez, the Arsenal's star star signing of the summer. It was good to see them playing out the King Power. Definitely. And to see that our team could just match them, um, you know, every step of the way was brilliant. It was. It was a, it was a great joy to see. And the fact that um, you've got the likes of Jamie Vardy, who have all of a sudden come up and started to play not only in the Barclays Premier League, but you know they, they've they've gone ahead and they've taken out. They like they just he nailed Aaron Ramsey, and that is the stuff you'd like to see, isn't it? Definitely. And when we saw the fixtures that came out, um, you know, at the start of the season, and we we seen the first few games, we were thinking, oh goodness, you know, what's going to happen? I'm pleased that we've got the big clubs because the the big clubs coming out first because I don't think they know what to do with Vardy and we can you know we we play a different kind of football to the Premiership game we're not looking at the referee every minute for fouls or you know for that whistle to blow we play football and we determine that we're going to win each game it is a, it is a, it's a steely determination that that the championship 
winners are, are carrying forward. Let's talk transfer window now. Um, the August transfer window, well, the, the summer transfer window, in fact, shut late on August the 31st. Leicester City made two deadline day signings. Nick Powell, the uh, attacking midfielder from Manchester United, and Tom Lawrence, the Wales international, also from Manchester United, on a £1 million deal. In fact, Tom Lawrence, it was interesting t- to see the reaction of Manchester United fans on Twitter because they they were saying, why have we let him go? Why have we let him go for, for this amount of money? He, he was looking like a, a good prospect for the future. Um, but it's good, isn't it, when you get players and Manchester United fans are reacting to that, saying, why are we letting him go? It's a, it's a sort of pedigree, isn't it? Yeah, because you know that they've got the the determination and they've been they've been trained all those years at, at the academy to to come forward and that you know they want to play football and they want they want to please fans as well. So if we've got them, then unfortunately it's Manchester United's loss. Most definitely, and well, if Tom Lawrence goes on to be the next Gareth Bale, none of us are going to be complaining. For, just before we get onto the what the well the breaking news that was uh, broke yesterday for 100% LCFC. Um, Stoke this weekend, Stoke on Saturday, two days' time. It's always a very, very tough fixture to go to Stoke, and teams across the years have found that. And even though Tony Pulis has left, then it, it, they, that, that that tough fixture is always is always still there in the, in the Barclays Premier League. How tough do you think it's going to be, considering that Leicester City lost there in the FA Cup in January? Stoke, when Stoke play football, when I watch Stoke play football, it's just a physical game. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think they play better football. I just think they're more physical and, they, you know, they've, they, they try and bully around the pitch. Um, but unfortunately, Leicester City have toughened up and we can match them every second of the game, I think, this time. Match them pound for pound, it would seem. And um, when you've got the likes of Wes Morgan and then Wozalewski sitting on the bench and we could even bring in Gary Taylor-Fletcher, one of your favourite players. You know, he, he's got a bit of muscle about him, hasn't he? Muscle? Is that what you call it? OK, we're going to move on now because we're going to speak about um, the breaking news from 100% LCFC that was broken on Wednesday afternoon. The fact that Mr. Alan Young has joined us. Um, you're here now in the in the 100% LCFC podcast studio. Um, how 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 good does it feel that we've got Alan Young in that sort of experience of a professional footballer, and also in terms of broadcasting? I mean, he was with BBC Radio Leicester for for a short period of time. How, how good will it be to have him on the team? Excellent. I mean, I've seen over Facebook um, how Alan is really really excited to be joining uh, the team. So. You know, and he's got what Alan Young doesn't know about football, and you know the way that he played football in the past. He's, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. He he's determined, and he's so behind Leicester City, and wants them to do well. But I love the way that Alan Young always speaks the truth, whether the you know the fans want to hear it or not. He speaks the truth, although you know he gives his opinion, and and that's what you need. It is what you need. I'm, I'm, personally, I'm looking very much forward to working with him. I think he's he's a very good uh, role model for those wanting to go into the sport. Although some of his ways might be might be viewed as slightly old fashioned, um, but also from from a broadcasting pers- perspective, in that uh, you know I get to interview a former uh, Leicester City footballer and, and someone who's worked with, with the likes of Ian Stringer and Jason Bourne at BBC Radio Leicester. So it, it is it is a it is a good privilege for me for me to work with him and. W- 
well, I have to thank Phil Holloway, really, the the founder of the of the fanzine, for getting him in, and it's a it's a very good thing. And it raises the profile of one hundred percent LCFC, and we, that means that we can broadcast to more Leicester City fans than ever now. Fans that might not necessarily have. Um, there's my phone going off again. That's the second podcast in a row that that's happened. Um, I might start turning that off, really. But <laughs> um, we we can now broadcast to those fans who follow Alan Young rather than 100% LCFC so it just means we can get to a, a wider stretch of people and yeah I'm very much looking forward to having him on so that's all from us here at 100% LCFC for today It's been a pleasure having you along and as Claire Palmer as well. Will you be coming back, Claire? Yeah, definitely. We'll see. So again, thank you very, very much for joining us here at 100% LCFC. Make sure you leave us any constructive criticism, anything you'd like to send into the show, and also your views on Alan Young joining the team. We look forward now to the visit to Stoke and we'll be back next week sometime to preview Manchester United. Thank you from everyone here in the studio today and good night. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.